0: Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. All right. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Genius. We are broadcasting from Manhattan Beach Studios in the beautiful city of Manhattan Beach. Big shout out to Mark Nicholas, Mark N at ManhattanBeachStudios.net. I think at at this point he just lives here. You know, I think the bed is behind the stage right here. That uh, This guy lives, breathes, and eats. I'm not going to say the SH word. Video editing, production, photo shoots, the whole thing. He is amazing, so make sure to reach out to him. I'm going to roll right into my next guest. He is a great friend of mine. I've known him for a few years, uh, since I think four years since he started this company. It is Bright Foods, which makes the popular refrigerated bar, Bright Bar, Is a CEO and founder. It is Brendan Schaefer. Little background on Bright Bar. Bright Bar is a new refrigerated protein bar made with clean plant-based ingredients and half the sugar, that's half, folks, of the leading bars. Brendan Schaefer is the founder of the company and brings a unique perspective. Having worked in big CPG, such as Pepsi, for nearly a decade and as a solopreneur operating out of his garage, Apple or Microsoft style, I love it. Brendan, how you
1: doing? Good, good. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm glad that uh, the picture and everything is coming in very clearly. I know when we first had, you know, when we were first setting all this up, I think two or three people in your household, like your wife or kids, were like streaming (laughs) at the same time. And glad we found out what the issue was with the bandwidth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we were battling Paw Patrol and we were losing.
0: Definitely losing big time. Yeah. So, all right, let's get right into it love your bars they're amazing i was just, i was telling you you know before we before we started airing this that i had one yesterday my wife had one today talk about just the product line what makes you different how is it differentiated away from the other differentiated from the other bars that are on the market so tell us more about um about bright bright bar and bright foods
1: yeah so we make a a new line of refrigerated protein bars Uh, we call them our clean protein bars they are nut butter based Uh, they're entirely plant-based and as you mentioned at the outset they have half the sugar of other bars Um, we also are gluten-free soy-free egg-free dairy-free we don't use any sugar alcohols Uh, you're not going to find any soy inside of our bars Um, and in addition to what's not in them we also pack them with superfoods and greens. Um, so even though you would never know it uh, when you're eating them, uh, there's apple, banana, coconut, kale, spinach, reishi, and maca uh, inside of these bars. So uh, they really are the the cleanest, freshest tasting bar you can find on the market. Um, our closest competitor that actually created the refrigerated bar segment uh you know, has tons of sugar. That's basically a candy bar. And as more and more people have been waking up to that, and as more and more people have been uh, looking to avoid dairy, um, uh, personally, uh, I wanted a product that that I could eat. Uh, and as I started talking to a lot of people in uh, the places where we were doing business uh, with a previous line, um, Whole Foods, Sprouts, we found that a lot of people wanted that same thing. Uh, so we set out to make the kind of uh, food that we wanted to eat, uh, which again was clean, plant-based, low sugar, um, delicious. Uh, while you're eating it, and you feel great afterwards.
0: That's awesome. I think that is 100% accurate. I, th- I don't think I know from having the bar almost probably at least a few times a week. You mentioned, uh, you know, there was a previous line. You said the word previous. Let's go into that because re rebooting and pivoting is a pain in the ass. It's getting the old product off the shelf, getting the new product on the shelf, working with the retailers, convincing them to say, hey, we're replacing the current line with a new line. Uh, Tell us more about your older line. What led uh, you to make this decision to bring in the new line and how is the new line doing it? How is the new line doing and has that decision paid off yet. I'm sure it's, it's starting to pay off because they see the product moving even better. But tell us more about the pivot and how you got through just those battlegrounds.
1: Yeah, so a lot of great questions in uh, what you just uh, served up. Um, it, 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 to provide a little bit of context, so we originally started uh, by creating the world's first refrigerated fruit and vegetable bar using a process called high-pressure pasteurization. Uh, we essentially uh, figured out how to create a product which was like eating a bowl of fresh fruit and nuts, uh, along with vegetables that you could hold in one hand. Um, tremendous scientific breakthroughs. Uh, you know, we uh, we had a, a, a significant amount of IP, and we found that there was a group of people out there which was growing who really loved the product, um, and. Uh, our vision originally, pre-COVID, was to maintain that line and to have our protein line side by side uh, on the shelf with it. We were really looking at it as two different eating occasions, one of them being, I need protein, uh, I need that, that satiety, the other one being, I'm looking for fruits, vegetables, and probiotics. And we actually sold into our, our retail partners, uh, you know, our leading ones, Whole Foods and Sprouts, both lines. Uh, they saw the complementarity, they saw the incrementality, and we were all set to have about eight uh, facings on shelf, um, in some cases, even more. Uh, COVID actually changed that and, and changed it uh, pretty dramatically uh, in that, Uh, You know, uh, on one of your prior shows where you were talking with uh, uh, stage one financial uh, CFO, Jeremy, he was talking about the need to focus. And in these extreme times, the need to really uh, ensure that margin is there, ensure that cash flow is steady, uh, make sure that there's uh, a very clear path to surviving what is a very difficult period uh, of time. And so it forced me to make a very hard decision. Um, I was looking at these two lines. One of them, we were self manufacturing, um, the other, we were not. And uh, as I went deep into the PL, it became pretty clear that um, given how difficult I expected this situation to be, given how uh, difficult COVID has proven to be, I was going to have to make a choice. And as I looked at uh, everything that we had learned over the the past three and a half years, it became really clear uh, that protein was the better business for us to be in, uh, for a number of reasons. Now that being said, pivoting is really hard, um, and again, we had infrastructure in place, so uh, we had to figure out how do we shut down um, what we've what we've built, how do we run out inventories, uh, how do we. What, what folks on the team do we need uh, as we're starting up a new business? A lot of difficult decisions uh, but ultimately we just saw that the opportunity was clear. Can you hear my daughter crying in the background?
0: Just barely <laughs> yeah. both, Ma- Mark and I are, both Mark and I are laughing. Yeah I mean this is uh, to a huge credit that this is we're, we're at seven o'clock at night when uh, that's about the time the bewitching time when you're putting kids to bed or starting to get them to bed. And so we're seeing the keeping up with the Shafers right now. This is That's a reality right. show. That's right.
1: <laughs> this is the reality of uh, yeah. entrepreneurship, right? Exactly. Being a your three-year-old uh, screaming in the next room.
0: Yeah, never, never, uh, never. Uh, things are never easy. There's always something going on, right? So your new bar, by the way, which is awesome. I already, you know, I've already said that. And I'm going to speak louder so everyone can hear me and hear, you know, and you can, and we'll hear you. I'm sure you'll start speaking louder too. Uh, we have competition now um tell us how that launch has been uh tell us what stores that you are in with the protein bar and what was the major difference you saw in velocity but also the one thing i want to add is your initial product line of the fruit and veggies i fell in love with right away when i had it at expo west when i first met you at the high touch booth or it was at the Pattaya plus booth the chocasano who is the founder CEO of co-founder CEO of High Touch, which we're both you know, which we're with and you're with, um, you know, they're just you know the bar itself I think is a huge improvement, but the veggie bar the one that you had before was also really good. Why did it not hit? Like what for any entrepreneurs watching, like when you release a brand, you got you got to think about what works and what doesn't. What did not work with that bar because it's a great bar and it tastes great and it's healthy. So what? what happened there?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. And the best way I can I can probably frame this up is that original bar that we had was like GT's Kombucha uh, in that it was a new category of product. Uh, it had a unique taste profile um, and there were people who loved it. I mean, and if you looked at our velocities in the leading Whole Food stores in Southern California, I, I, frankly, they were insane. Um, but what we found was, uh, that product required a lot of education and it required time. Um, and if you kind of, uh, com- think about those two things through a slightly different lens, what it means is it requires a lot of money. Um, we had to demo, uh, we were always dealing with a short shelf life, uh, and while, you know, we were moving 20 units per SKU per store per week um, in certain Whole Foods stores. Uh, in other stores where that we couldn't support, uh, we were always at risk of staling out. And w- the path became very clear, which was if we're going to, uh, to build this business, we're going to have to continue raising capital. Um, and continue raising a lot of capital, and we're going to have to invest uh, tremendously in building awareness and in building trial and in uh, uh, managing. Again, wh- wh- over time, the shelf life got better, but you know, 160 days for a bar uh, is still still not a ton. Plus, we had all of the infrastructure uh, because no one else in the world could make it. Um, and uh, so. You know the, I think there were a couple of key lessons which, which came out of that for me. Um, number one was uh, when it comes to food, people want evolution. They don't want revolution. Uh, there's a group of people who want revolution. Uh, but if you want to create something that can scale, it's much, much easier to find a product category that is large, figure out what the dissatisfiers in that category are, address those dissatisfiers and make a product that is better. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm a bit of a nerd, and so I like reading uh, uh, venture capital blogs. And in the technology sphere, uh, there's a, a truism that your product has to be 10 times better than the competitor to succeed. And I don't think that actually is true in food. Uh, I think in food, you have to be different enough, mm-hmm. but you also want to be familiar. Uh, And as one of my um, board members once said to me, uh, you don't want to have more than one degree of weirdness. Mm. If you have more than one degree of weirdness, you're battling uh, uphill. Um, And, and so it was really, I I think, you know, those, those were some really good lessons. I think the other really good lesson that I took um, from that first line was, uh, you know, focus, focus on what you're good at and, to the extent that it is possible, uh, if manufacturing is not what you are good at, don't get into the manufacturing business because the commercial side of CPG sales and marketing is very different from the manufacturing side. You're talking about uh, uh, different, uh, a d- very different skill set. You're talking about working with very different kinds of people, um, very different mindset, and. There are companies that have done it and and are doing it right now and are doing it quite well, but it's very capital intensive, uh, and unless you are seeing a path to scale within a a relatively uh, within an acceptable time frame, uh, it's a very it can be a very expensive proposition.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like you really, you know, cleaned a lot of things up, right? Number one, you made a product that. This this you know nut butter base with protein that is more scalable probably more um, yeah, less cost or uh, capital intensive since you have a co manufacturer handling it and, and making this product but the biggest thing is that I think you said it best and that's my biggest takeaway and I think everyone like viewing should be the biggest takeaway is one degree of weirdness I love that line and also they want an evolution not a revolution. And your product, you're in a category of pro refrigerated protein bars which other brands such as Perfect Bar have dumped tens of millions of dollars right into marketing and building that category. And now you're coming in, right, with some other competitors as well, right, because it's a growing category and offering something better. But the key thing is you're conserving capital. You don't have to put in as much money into the marketing side because people already know what almond butter is or peanut butter bars and they know protein bars (laughs) and right there it says on your package like mark if you want to pull that up again the uh the packaging there it says it right on there Uh, it's kind of hard to see there but it says i think 50 percent less sugar it has the protein it has a non-gmo it looks like it looks like real food and that's the biggest thing perfect bar is a ton of sugar i'll come out and say it i know you won't say it we're not supposed to talk trash about competitors but i can talk about your competitors and perfect bar is twenty grams of, of um of sugar or more. And I don't feel great when I have those. They're not bad, but I don't feel great. Yours are, I think, cleaner. It has veggies in there and the whole the whole enchilada. So amazing job on the formulation and on the technology. I think the innovation I should say of your product. And you made that pivot look really freaking easy, but I know it was probably <laughs> it was probably not You know, I mean, when people see a product on the shelf, you know, like a consumer, they have no idea how much work, blood, sweat, tears, and whatever else it took to get that product on the shelf. From the ideation, to the formulation, to the technology, to the packaging, to convincing a buyer just to bring in the product. So there's a lot of work. So kudos to you, Brendan, and your team. And Adam, you know, big shout out to Adam, your partner, for um, just getting this product to life and pivoting and being successful in your pivot. Thank you. What is next for Bright Bar? I would say Bright Foods is the parent company. What is next for innovation? Right? Uh, where are you thinking of this? Where is the next evolution going to be?
1: So for us now, it's really about selling what we have. Uh, we just launched nationally with Sprouts. Uh, Congratulations! Three weeks ago. Thank you. Thank great, you. Great price and point too.
0: Two ninety nine. Can't Yeah. It. Yeah.
1: We worked we worked really hard to make sure you know going back to the fundamentals that, that you were talking about earlier we made, we worked really hard to make sure that we had a solid margin uh, at a price point that was accessible to consumers again learnings which uh, you know I've gotten uh, over the past now four and a half years um, So you know we're in sprouts uh, we've got an amazing partnership with Whole Foods here in SoCal uh, We're about to unveil a brand new website. Uh, and, uh, because we now are a protein only company, we have rebranded, uh, and, uh, we're making a push into DTC and we're in actually awesome repeat rates, uh, already. Um, and we're going to be putting more time, more effort, more resources against that. Uh, but you know, I, uh, one other good learning I've had, which may benefit some of the folks on this call is in the, this early stage. Uh, You know, having about 500 really high quality doors, along with a DTC business where you've got solid margins, and you can set up a a subscription model and get recurring revenue. Those are really kind of the best laboratories that one can ask for. And from there, it's about uh, figuring out, okay, how do I drive trial? How do I take a look at what my repeat rate is? Uh, How do I make sure I've got an economic equation that's making sense? So that's really where, where we're at right now. Um, and the DTC piece I'm especially excited about. Uh, we're gonna have our new website up here in t- probably the next day or two. Uh, what's, the, uh, so what's the
0: website address?
1: It's just uh, brightfoods.com, B-R-I-G-H-T foods.com.
0: Love it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So it's gonna be up yeah. the next couple of days.
1: Sure, We've got two other flavors on there, if I can mm-hmm. just interject quickly, which are not sure. available in retail. Oh. Um, you showed one of them earlier. It's a, a peanut butter and jelly. Uh, and then the other one we have is a chocolate mint crisp. Oh. Uh, it's my mm. personal favorite. It, it's like a thin mint, um, but in a, a Way bar. healthier. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> way healthier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and they all have protein, right? They all have protein. They all have,
1: yeah, they all have 12 to 14 grams of complete plant protein. They all have uh, nine grams of sugar. So it's you know less than ten. Uh, they're all eight to ten grams of fiber and super clean ingredients.
0: Mm, sounds amazing, and you're really checking all of those boxes from the protein to the fiber to less sugar, and also having veggies in there as well, which you can't really taste them, but you get the nutritional benefit from it. So I think what you know Matt Weiss from Ryan snacks, he said mm, it yeah. best, where it's you know it's where flavor and nutrition come crashing together. And I think you have mastered mm-hmm. that with this product line. I'm gonna, since, uh, you know, we're both in LA, you know, I'm probably gonna swing by your office or whatever and get product. You know, I'm not gonna wait for the site to go up. I'm, I'm very, I'm very impatient when it comes to trying your product and new flavors. All right, come on, so, yep. totally, totally. All right, well, Brendan, this has been a huge pleasure. Congratulations on the pivot and all your success and uh, can't wait to see the website. So thank you again for
1: joining us thank you it's great to catch up and uh look forward to doing it in person soon
0: definitely definitely all right so that is brendan schaefer he is the ceo and founder of bright foods new website coming at you brightfoods.com and new flavors we have the mint crisp the chocolate mint crisp and also the, the uh, peanut butter and jelly amazing flavors and you know i'm going to get them first before you do because i know him all right so thank you again joining us 15 minutes of genius and last thing stay genius my friends genius for life coconut smoothies coming at you